from a slot machine Just get what you want if you want as you can get anything I know we've come a long way We're changing day to day But tell me where do the children play Good morning, everyone. This is Erica. You are tuned into KDRT 95.7 Davis, California, where the grassroots grow. Uh, I'm here with my lovely group members today. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. My name is Cole. It's great to be here. Alrighty, and today in our class, actually, we are doing, instead of our typical news desks, we're going to be doing some wonderful radio theater. Um, so you're going to hear all of our group members go up today. We have some fun things to show you. Alright, and we're going to go live in the studio in a couple seconds. PCS 112, that's the number, right? 112. We clearly have everything together. We're ready for radio theater. We have a group ready to go. We have the mic set up. Uh, and we're just happy to be here. You know, despite the somber music, our energy levels are high. And we're just, we're excited. So I'm going to go ahead and have this group introduce themselves. Mariah, do you want to go ahead and start? Uh, hi, we are Too Hot for Radio. Um, my name is Mariah. This is Hannah. This is Joseph. This is Austin. And our group uh, radio theater show today is going to be Too Hot for Radio Burns Up. Please enjoy. This has been Super Hot for Radio, and you're listening to TRDK 99.9 FM in Davis, where the grass doesn't grow and wildfires start. Please help, we are in a drought. Well, that went well, and we only managed to break six out of seven forbidden words in the record. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, Justin, what were they again, actually? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, uh, beep, boop. Oh, this one's a classic. Beep. This one's absolute best. Beep, boop. Beep. And my absolute favorite one. Beep. Wow, all this unnecessary swearing is making me hungry. What do you all want to eat? Oh, there's a new burger place that opened up. No, absolutely not. I refuse. I am vegetarian, vegan, lactose-free, cruelty-free, organic enthusiast. Do you know how hard it is to... Uh, Why don't we do a story on Trader Joe's? What? What the hell is Trader Joe's? You mean Trader Hoes? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I heard a podcast about them this morning, and I thought it was pretty interesting. So we could do something along those lines. Uh, to be honest. 
honest, I don't really support Taylor the Hill. They were in the scandal with the like a strip club for money laundering and then for the six pieces of racist toilet money. But whatever the group wants, I guess. They do have some good young people. Sounds good. Why don't we head out now? Got some cross time left to get the done. So, what's the plan for our show then? We still haven't really thought about that yet. Uh, we could probably just get some groceries prepared during the show and talk about that. Uh, get an interview with the workers, maybe have a brief history about them. The kind of stuff we've always been doing. Yeah, I just cut the brakes too much. What was that, Hannah? I didn't quite get that. Oh, oh, nothing. Just countering some super thought. Oh, hey, there's a trader right there. We could go interview them. Uh, let me get out my cash out. What was that? You part of some gang or something? No, 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 no. We're part of the radio station, CRDK99.9 FM Vegas, where the grass doesn't grow and wildfires start. Peace out, you're in the drought. Radio? What's that? That's that's still around? Don't like only old people listen to that? I mean, old enough to make a relevant college course about it. Uh, anyways, could we get an interview with you real quick for our show next week? Uh, I mean, sure, why not? It would be nice to get some publicity on air. Better than what they're paying me here. The name's Joe. Wait, what? Wait, Joe? Like THE Joe? Huh? Well, what are you talking about? It's just Joe, not THE Joe. THE Joe is my cousin. We originally called Trader Joe's, named after my great-grandfather. But after being brought up by the local scope club, we'd had to, uh, rebrand. Okay, whatever you say, Jose. Anyways, what are some good product recommendations around here? I'd, uh, I'd probably recommend the cheese spaceships and the chocolate chip cookies with the secret ingredient. Granted, I cannot say, say it, but they're pretty good for the price. Okay, okay, thank you for the time. Wait, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go check the wine section. Okay, so the wine section here is super great, but it's always hard to find Seco Peach Blue. It tastes just like you. It's perfect, because I'm definitely not drinking it for the taste. Okay, no problem. Wait, huh? Uh, wait, wait, has anyone seen Sean Yu? I swear he's with us like five seconds ago. To be honest, I didn't realize this alcoholic. She was on that section since we walked in. Anyways. So, the group doesn't know that I actually got rid of Sean Yu on their noses. He was busy trying to find food, and I just snuck up behind him and shoved everything bagel in his mouth <laughs> and then took him to the trash can out back. There can only be one room for one star in this group. There's just three more females out. I'm going to get some orange juice. I'm getting really thirsty in this 100-degree heat in the middle of May in Davis, California. Wait, what the hell? Why so much fruit? Apple, grape, cranberry, pineapple. Come on, where can I get, to get, where can I go? I just get some damn orange juice with some extra pulp? What's that about being beaten to a pulp? <coughs> hey, y'all. Um, Justin and I found this new pomegranate juice. Looks super fresh, but slightly warm. Ooh, that looks good. What kind of wine is that? It's a juice, not wine. Not e not all the red drink out there is wine. I'm dying to try this out, though. Wait, where'd you find that? I don't think we got a shipment like that. Let me try it. Jesus Christ, what kind of establishment are you running around here? Don't even know your own products? Uh, tastes like what Grandpa used to make. Good stuff. Uh, uh, anyways, we should probably get going soon. I still have class and work to do after this. Uh, where's Vanyu and Justin? Yeah, um, they passed away early. I mean, left early. Left early. <laughs> Couldn't beat the heat, though. Uh, I think I should be fine. We got what we needed for the day, anyways. Uh, I'll see y'all later. Thursday, 9 a.m. Uh, hey, it's only the three of us today. What happened to Justin and Vanyu? 
Oh, they just text me saying they're sick, but the show must go on. Plus, there's no backing out from here. Uh, you think we could ask around if people would be interested in joining our group? I think it should be fine. We're technically supposed to be experts on our topic, and they don't know too much. To be honest, more people would get just get on my way, on my plan. I have not prepared for them. It's hard out here, you know. Yeah, I think the three of us should be fine. Um, there's not really much to the show, so it should be easy. You're up next. Good morning, everyone. You are tuned into TRDK 99.9 FM. This is Josh with Super Hopper Radio. The grass doesn't grow and wild cars start. Please help Brenda Joe. Today, we're going to be talking about the grocery store chain Trader Ho's. Trader Ho's is a popular grocery store chain where, surprisingly enough, during our trip, we were able to interview the great grandchild of the founder of Trader Ho's. That was an interesting interview. Now, we're going to be sharing some snacks that we picked up on our trip as a group to Trader Ho's. So here we have an employee recommended snack of chocolate chip cookies, and we're gonna try them now. Josh, would you like some? Uh, sure thing. <coughs> Wait, what's in this? Peanuts? I'm allergic. <laughs> oh. Oh no, I'm I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't know he was actually allergic to nuts, but I just assumed someone would be. But um, it did a job. Now just my. Uh, what do we do now? The show must go on. Hey, Maya, remember we stopped by the wine section? Uh, yeah, we did. <gasps> oh, my God. I picked up this wine for us to try. It's a must-have to have in your home. It's perfect red wine. Not a huge fan of red, but this one is chef's kiss. Why don't I pour you a glass? Oh, thank you. Maya, is that why not good? It looks like um, you're slowly spitting it back into your cup. Anyways, um, this is Hannah with Super Hot Her Radio on TRDK 99.9 FM, where the glass doesn't grow and wildfire starts. Please help, we're in a drought, and where only one star can kill for this one. Hannah, not again. This has been the third group this quarter. You know, you're going to have to retake this class again. Trader Ho's. Interesting. Um, we're going to go ahead and move to our next group. Uh, we're getting ready to, uh, you know, we're, we're moving on here. KDRT, uh, uh, what did you guys call it? TRDK. TRDK. Oh, backwards. Very impressive. I, I like the wordplay. Jerry, can you grab my laptop? Thank you. And we have some very important business to do today. Um, uh, my group's up next. KSRS. I always forget our own name, but it stands for the Cool Smart Radio Students. Cool with a K, because we're cool and smart. Um, I was wondering, Austin, do you want to do an interview real quick? Sure. Yeah, can you grab a mic? Just get on that mic right there. Oh, this one still works? Yeah. How long did it take you guys to write that? Uh, solid, maybe two days. Very much impromptu. Very much on the, on the spot. We had a lot of fun with it, and hopefully it came through. <laughs> yeah, I could tell you guys were giggling at the end. It seemed like a good time. Over too hot for radio. Well, I just got to be hot. Got to you know maintain the heat. What was your evil version name again? Oh, Justin. Very uh, <laughs> very creative. Yeah, very creative. What was the name of your group in the evil world? 
super hot radio because they're they're so hot they're from hell. Oh, they're from hell. Oh, it's a radio group from hell. Very interesting. Um, what? How how long did you guys time it out a bunch? Because we have like a time frame you're supposed to do it in. Uh, we timed it a few times, but uh, it mostly just came down to how slowly we read it. We had oh, just we were just kind of in the vibe in the moment, and it may have been a bit too fast, but we we enjoyed it. So <laughs> hopefully it was all right. Yeah, it was good. I like the sound. What what Foley effects did you use? Could you tell tell our audience who is, is uh, listening? A lot of stuff from I guess office supplies and just stuff from desks like pen, uh, glasses case, plastic wrapper, just kind of stuff we found around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you use the water bottle for again? For being hit? Uh, we tried to use it for bone cracking, and it was oh it yeah, it's okay. too much fun to just smash a water bottle. That There's is lot, true. That rich texture of. You ever do that cracking. thing with the water bottle uh, where you squeeze it? Um, with the water still in it? No, no. It's empty, and you you twist it in the middle and then you pop the cap off and it shoots off i've seen that a bunch of middle school so yeah yeah, yeah i love i love doing that in middle school that no, was great fun yeah Pretty uh, yeah. any good middle school memories oh man <laughs> that's probably a lot none that come to mind um i i have one if you want me to share i mean no, that's please, why please, I please um in middle school uh i had a friend who was like deathly afraid of pickles Specific like hate hated pickles like was terrified no he just hated it. he's a freak okay so um we one day uh i think i uh someone like got grabbed pickles from like the salad bar and uh i was there too and we were like throwing them at him in the lunchroom All right. just to get him to freak out because if he didn't oh, yeah. freak out then you can hate pickles but if if you freak out, that's gonna get people to want to mess with you because it was funny. Yeah, he was I a good. <laughs> he was a friend of mine too, so it wasn't. Okay. You know, it's not technically bullying. Yeah, uh, sure. But, uh, <laughs> he he got really mad and he. Uh, I'd imagine. He pu- he pushed my other friend like through a garbage can, and then uh, we me and my friend ran away, and then he got in trouble. Uh, oh. He got suspended for a day because of that. Uh, because he was afraid of pickles. Because he was afraid of pickles, yes. Damn, what Very a story. <laughs> really <laughs> dramatic, too. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a sad ending. <laughs> Watch out who you bullied, I guess. Criminals <laughs> get away, yeah. yeah. I'm actually good friends with him still That's to this good. day. That's but good, that's good. The pickle man. <laughs> um, <laughs> named the pickle yeah. man, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, all right, uh, well, my group is ready. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, uh, this is Mac. Okay, this is Gabe. And this is Han. Is uh, the keyboard picking up on the mic? Okay. Give a little test. Sound good? Okay. And we are KSRS, Cool Smart Radio Students, and we have a little performance for you today. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Yo, 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 it's me, Nintendo, DJ Nintendo 65. All right, thank you for tuning in to the Meat Spin Show today. We have an absolute barn burner for you folks. I am here, as always, with my co-host, my hammy homie, my pastrami pal, my beef brother and my bologna buddy, my carne compadre, and my media snake. Say hello to DJ Meat Man. Why don't you say hello to the people, DJ Meat. Hey, you seem quiet today, Meat. Anything we can do to juice up that attitude? Uh, I sound good. Come on, Meat Man, what's your problem? You seem so down lately. Don't you want to talk about it? Come on, we're good friends. <laughs> not really. I just not enough talking to you today. Come on, Meat Man, you got to open up. Let's talk. We've been best pals since 94. We met at that one convention. Come on. All right, so uh, I guess I can talk. 
Those are the hours when my mom and my baby brother to my cousin. And, um, ring, ring, ring. Oh, sorry, I got to cut you off there. Uh, this is great news. We have a guest calling in now. But before we get them on the line, let me give them a little introduction. As you all know, we are hitting a milestone for society today. It is the first flight to ever fly directly into the center of the Bermuda Triangle is underway as we speak. And we have two of the masterminds behind the trip on the phone as they fly. Guys, can you hear me? Yes, we copy. Why don't you guys just go ahead and introduce yourselves? Uh, well, I'm Captain Blart, and this is my co-pilot, Captain Paul. Why don't you say hi, Paul? Uh, uh, hi. We are currently in the midst of flying this behemoth of an airplane straight into the Bermuda Triangle. This plane's filled with an entire fleet of onboard passengers and crew. This is a human feat that has never been done before. This is also Captain Paul's first real flight. Ain't that right, Paul? Y y y yes, sir. It, it is. I I'm incredibly excited. Don't be what? Flights are pulling up that first flight? Uh, don't be such a bummer, meat man. Anyway, Captain Paul, you said this is your rookie debut. Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Uh, uh, sure. Well, well, I passed my flight exam on, on um, technically. The, uh, I ended up getting my license on the, uh, in April of 2020 when, 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 when they, they were practically giving out license to anybody who, who, who bothered to sign up. So I'm I, I really excited in, in the part of flying where we are in the air, but the, 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 the other stuff is r r really hard. I, w I was reprimanded for, for drinking too much in, in the terminal with some, some passengers before before my previous for, for first flight. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay, hey, Captain Blart, uh, what's your deal? How did you get to where you are today? Well, you know, I've been flying for a real long time now. And uh, once you've been in the flight game for so long, everything just becomes a blur. And your head gets stuck up in the clouds. Uh, that, that, that's a good one, Captain. Good what? Uh, that that pun. Pun? Y yeah, because we we are literally in the in the cloud. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Private. Anyways, as I was saying, I've been flying for about two and a half months, and I've forgotten most of my journeys. Hey, I guess at this point. I'm sorry. I hate to cut you guys off, but we gotta run a quick ad. So we'll be right back after these important messages. I got a whole hi. Uh, it's me, the the mattress man. I I'm. I'm back with another offer that you will be able to avoid. We have sold every single mattress in all of our stores. We have no inventory. Therefore, I'm selling my own mattress. That's right, the mattress man is selling his one of the kind of mattress, lightly stained and already broken in. You will feel just as though you are cutting with the one that only so far can. I am currently working on getting the cigarette stretch out of the darn thing so that the time it arrives at your house, it won't smell like casino. This is a gray mattress. Would the mattress man sleep like curd? Oh, heck no. He is mattress man. After all, mattress man. And we're back. Meet. Did you want to ask a question to our heroes in the sky? Yeah, so you guys are totally freaking right kind of flight, right? I just don't remember you guys have told your frequency every single time. Or have ever done while you just overlay completely in road? Or maybe you had a passenger phone and said new flight? Well, well, there was, there was one, one. <laughs>
what is that, guys? I feel like there's something going on back there. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that noise, I just believe it's the microwave. Uh, before we got on the flight and before I called in, I uh, threw some peanuts in there. Pe- peanuts? Peanuts in there, and I forgot about them. Uh, please fasten your seatbelt. That's not noise. It's my fan. Oh, honestly, uh, I don't know. I've never heard that noise before. <laughs> really annoying. I, I'm going to see if, if I can, I can shut it off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul, unplug that one right there. Unplug that. Unplug that. Well, you know, it sounds like you guys have everything under control up there. I was wondering, what are you guys planning to do once you reach somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle? Well, we really haven't thought that far ahead. Man, th- th- this, this plane is, is really, r- r- really pulling, pulling down the floor. Fl- Let me see that. Let me see that. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's pulling real I, hard. I, I, I'm it's, go- it's really pulling hard. I'm, I'm going to run the, the lab, 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 lavatory. My, my, my tummy does, doesn't like, like being up th- th- this high. Uh. Uh, everyone, everyone's uh, scream, screaming back uh, back there. I, I can't, I can't go when 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 it's too too loud, loud. loud well, loud. Uh, this is quite the peculiar situation. Uh, I, I, I think we are in trouble. Hey guys, um, hold that thought just for a second. We got to cut to another commercial break real quick. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Do you live in a home? Do you want to sell that home? Well, call me at nine one six 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 zero one four four, and I personally will buy your home. I won't tell you what I'm doing with it, but I'll buy it. I'll tell you a price. You pay me whatever that price is, and boom, the house is mine. You get to find a new place to live, then I get to turn your house into whatever I want. It could be a spooky mansion, a man-made lake I can go fishing in, or even a place to store my grandma. Remember, call me at 916-666-0144. That's 916-666-0144, and I will make all of your dreams come true. All right, we're back to the show. Let's go ahead and check on with our crew. Currently, Sky in the High. Guys, uh, are you there? Guys? Uh, guys? Uh, Captain Bob? Captain Paul? Huh, that's weird. I was really hoping to talk to them about the desolating microwave peanuts. Well, uh, I guess that's the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sure they're fine. And next week, we will talk to you where we interview a guy who's trying to escape from a burning building. What's his story? All right, sit back, enjoy yourselves, and peace out. Cut. Thank you. Thank you. That's our show. Um, Matt is a phenomenal keyboardist. That was very good. Uh, we're moving on to our next group. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Hao Han. Uh, you guys want to all introduce yourself? You guys got a lot of setup to do? Is it pretty straightforward? Not a ton. Can people hear me? Oh, guitar. I forgot about the guitar. This is exciting. We got a bunch of musicians yeah, in here today. Yeah, we got some in-house live music. I know. I might we're sued. I can't wait to be sued. <laughs> that horn was so loud. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. What horn? <laughs> I didn't hear a horn. <laughs> no horn here. I wonder how that picked up on the mic. Those poor listeners. Um, oh, wow. We're pulling out a lot of stuff. I will not 
expose what it is right now because uh, that would ruin the magic of the show. Ooh, Cole's got a nice uh, skull skull guitar strap. It's pretty cool. It's very uh, Mayan-esque. Oh, man. I'm really excited to see this group. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm, I'm Erica. My name is Cole. This is Emerald. We are UFM. We have some... We have hopefully a riveting story for you guys today. Well, we're excited whenever you guys are ready. <coughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the That Story Sounds Ridiculous and I Can't Believe It's Real segment where we give you true stories about the crazy things that people have experienced. This week, we got a call from a group of college students by the names of... Cole again. Emerald, about a recent camping trip where? I actually got kidnapped by Bigfoot in South Dakota. Interesting. Luckily, everyone came out safe. But let's see what really went down out in the woods of the Stanislaus National Forest that night. Well, it was the opposite of relaxing, let me tell you. But it began just like any other camping trip. I'm sorry, um, do I have to speak? I could definitely do it for you. You don't even have to speak. Why don't we give her another chance? Please, tell us from your perspective, Emerald. What went down in the woods that night? Well, um, I remember we were just having a good time around the campfire. It was just us three. Cole was playing his guitar. You know that one campfire scene from SpongeBob? Yeah. Let me ask you, Emerald, what was the first thing you remember happening? I, I know I needed to use the bathroom, and so Steven came along with me. Yeah, because we don't condone going to the bathroom alone at night, especially not on my podcast. Did I mention I have a podcast? I understand. Bathroom travel safety is very important, especially out in the woods. Hashtag no child or friend left behind. Period. So when we were walking back to Cole... That's when I saw it. Oh my god. What was it like? Do you remember everything? Um, I can't remember everything clearly, but I do remember that moment like it was yesterday. It was a creature about eight feet tall, hairy and brown, yellow glowing eyes with the biggest feet I've ever seen. And it was standing over our tents like it was waiting for us. Wow. And that was Bigfoot. Yeah. So you saw him in person. How did that feel? What was the experience like? Any handshaking, photos? What, what was going on? I mean, I was scared. Like, if I didn't go to the bathroom earlier, you better believe I would have peed myself right then and there. Like, I swear, if three people fought him, he'd come out without a scratch. And we knew that, so we ran. But Steven ran the opposite direction, and I didn't even realize until I made it back to Cole. Wow. Okay, so I bet getting separated must have felt great. What about you, Cole? What was going through your head? So... It was all three of us. Yeah, I was there too. And thanks for asking. As I said earlier, I was freaked out. I had no signal. And as scary as it was, I pushed through for my many fans out there listening. Did I mention, you can tune in weekly to my podcast on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts from new episodes weekly. Uh, okay, thank you. Anyways, Cole, back to you. How was this camping trip for you? First of all, I'm not going to lie. I've always been a huge skeptic of Bigfoot, any mythical being for that matter. But this experience truly opened my eyes, and now I'm a firm believer. 
Everything was going fine. I just got done ripping some guitar when Emerald said she had to use the bathroom. Steven was nice enough to accompany her, so I figured I better sit back and watch our step. All of a sudden, I heard some screaming, and Emerald was sprinting my way. Oh, God, what happened next? I was lifted off the ground, once again, off the ground. Bigfoot was disgusting, literally so busted, but he made such a great topic for my podcast, and I had to tell my families out there, imagine if they lost a national treasure like myself. I mean, I don't know about you, but I... I was like standing there, out of breath, tears streaming down my face, and all I can say to Cole is, Bigfoot. So I grabbed my camping knife, a flashlight, and I took off in the direction Emerald was pointing. I was probably searching for about 10 minutes when I thought I heard Steven's voice. I called out to him several times, but got no response, and that's when I heard it. Heard what? Was it knocking? Breathing? Roaring? (laughs) It was like nothing I've ever heard before. Not human, not an animal. I quickly realized I was dealing with something otherworldly. I was in trouble. You were in trouble? Imagine how I felt. Imagine how I felt. I was literally unconscious. Imagine being lifted up almost 20 feet. 20 feet. And being flung around to the ground. For those of you wondering, yes, I am still healing physically. Emotionally, who knows if someone can ever fully recover from something this traumatizing. Yeah, it wasn't 20 feet. But anyway, I sat down against a tree, switched off my flashlight, and I started to panic a little bit. I had a decision to make. Do I save my friend, whose podcast is subpar at best, or do I save myself? I didn't have much time for contemplation because a pair of glowing eyes emerged in the distance. So it was a flight or fight moment. No, exactly. And I would have chosen flight, but stood frozen when I saw it. This behemoth of a man was carrying Steven's limp body. It tossed Steven aside and took a swing at me with its hairy arms. I dodged it and countered with the swing of my knife. I connected, but wish I hadn't, because it only pissed the thing off more. Next thing I know, I'm flying through the air and land directly on my head. You're kidding. Are you okay? How's your head? Oh, I'm dead ass serious. That blow to the head took a toll on me as well. My vision got super blurry, but I could make out a light coming towards me. And that's when Emerald came in to do all the dirty work. Don't think I forgot about their comment Wow, Emerald, so you came back for them. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, I'll be real with you right now. Like, Even though I get scared easily, I really love reading about myths, ghosts, you name it. So I spent a lot of my childhood researching like mythical creatures for fun, and I almost forgot the one surefire way to fend off Bigfoot, beef jerky. So just like in the commercials, you know, all Bigfoots can't resist that salty sweet tenderness. Is it Bigfoots or Big Feet? Anyways, that's besides the point. Your plan was to come strapped with beef jerky. That's it. Well, yeah, what else could I do? Like, it was scary, but I was the only one left, and so I just ended up uh, waiting behind a tree for Bigfoot to get closer to me. Then, bam, I threw a piece of jerky at it. He looked at me angry, but he suddenly stopped and started sniffing the jerky. Next thing I know, he's chowing down. He's yelling at me for more. So I threw the whole bag inside somewhere deep inside the forest, and he just went for it. Never saw him again. Wow, you really saved the day. I assume you guys left the forest pretty quickly after that. Yeah, we would have left quicker if Steven didn't faint again. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Once again, may I remind you, I am a victim here. And may I remind you, I'm still recovering. (coughs) Oh, yeah? I got tossed in my dome. 
I think we should all be focusing on the fact that you all made it out okay. Well, here you have it, everyone. The best way to distract Bigfoot and save your friends is by using beef jerky. Who would have thought? Did you guys ever figure out why Bigfoot appeared that night? You know, I have no idea, but damn, like, Bigfoot is real. Maybe, and just hear me out. Just maybe he could have gotten his hands on my weekly pod and heard about me coming to the forest that weekend. I do have over 100,000 listeners, and he could be one of them. Nah, I bet he heard me jamming some tasty licks. Doubt it was for the pod. Well, I have to say, you guys are a pretty talented group. Thank you, you're too kind. But I mean, I wasn't really asking for this type of validation, but I guess if you insist. Thanks for having us, Erica. Yeah, thank you. Of course, thank you all for coming on here today. Well, thank you everyone who tuned in and listened to this riveting story. This is... Thank you so much for listening. Hope to hear from all of you very soon. My weekly pod, we do take listener questions and calls. And if any beef jerky companies are listening, I am open for sponsorship. We have ton of new merch coming out very soon. Hashtag I survive Bigfoot. <coughs> Thank you. This is That Story Sounds Ridiculous and I Can't Believe It's Real, where we tell you true stories that sound like they simply don't exist. Thank you, Cole, Emerald, and you too, Stephen, for coming on today and sharing your trauma. Cut. <laughs> Nothing better than subpar podcasts. Oh, That's yeah. a good line. I like that. That was <laughs> funny. Um. Well, next, we have some time to kill. Uh, so I'm going to get one person from each group, and we're going to talk about our process here. So if we could gather up, if, if someone wants to nominate themselves from this group, I think, Mariah, are you going to come from your group? Yeah, if you want to come up here and get on the mic. Um, and then, well, oh, we only had three today, huh? Matt, you want to come up? We can talk about our process. Sure. What it's like to be students in uh in the radio universe how long uh mariah how long did it take you guys to write your script and how many pages was it it was 13 pages uh 13 well, yeah well That's the well it was double space so oh double space uh, yeah, of yeah. course of course <laughs> um it was yeah it took us like a few days it was very much like we had an idea and then like we just started like messing around and like it originally was supposed to be like more office style and then like we i don't know what do you mean more office style so like well if you notice I hope this came through but like the claps they change when we do like the like the, the slate yeah yeah and then it would be like someone like like mockumentary style is what I meant to say oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. so um yeah so basically like we were gonna just play ourselves but then like we were based like I don't know we were just coming up with, like all these ridiculous ideas and stuff and then we decided to have like these evil alter egos and then like yeah I love we like yeah I love that that's funny so <laughs> yeah and then um we had oh because. Well, I brought up that, like, so in our original Critter Joe show, um, so uh, Joseph didn't, like, he couldn't eat one of the cookies because he has a peanut allergy. But I was Which like, he oh does in real life. He right? really yeah, has a yeah, peanut yeah. allergy. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so he said, so I remember I handed him a cookie, and he was like, no, I have a peanut allergy. And I said on the show, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, we shouldn't have brought the cookies. Like, why didn't you know if you had a peanut allergy? I would have, like, killed you. And then I, like, we, that was, like, the idea of, like, like, trying to kill Joseph for his peanut allergy. Yeah. And so then <laughs> it just became like this whole thing of like everyone was like dying. So also we needed someone to get Juice Bowley more. So we were like trying to kill people off like uh, Yuzlan and uh, Austin earlier so that they could like more focus on the Foley later. What were all the Foley things you guys used? Uh, we used a pen for like when like the start of the radio show. Like yeah, what was that? What was that supposed to represent? I it saw that. It's the start, I think, of it. Not really 
like the like like it wasn't really supposed to be a sound that we make in radio just like to like signify that we were like on the radio and not like off the radio oh, okay yeah and then just to get everyone yeah. warmed up yeah <laughs> and then um what else do we use oh we use our regular like stomping oh yeah and I then saw keys that. to to like sig- like for the car we couldn't figure mm-hmm. out how to do a car engine so like we didn't do it <laughs> so i don't know if that did that probably didn't come through but um and then what else did we do oh the crushing of the water bottle for crushing bones mm, um yeah. we did oh yeah, like Austin was talking about that. yeah we did our own like well me and joseph did like because we got poisoned well he had peanuts and i got poisoned and so we were like yeah like you know uh i got else? some laughs for sure yes um and then else did we do oh we did just pouring the glasses and stuff or like the wine at the end with with the water um and stuff that yeah that came off well nice hydro flask um, yes i was gonna bring like beer bottles to like clink them but oh then yeah. i forgot because i was <laughs> <in a row. laughs> so uh yeah well matt we'll go to you next uh your group was pretty good i thought yeah <laughs> it is your group <laughs> oh yeah yeah sorry <laughs> um how did you get into character? Because your character, upbeat, loud, annoying maybe even. What did you do? Oh, three. What? Three? <laughs> Lucky I have a heart attack. You seem wound up this morning, so that makes a lot That's of like sense. That's like six shots of espresso. I know, it's like so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's worth it. You're dying it's for the medium. That's what matters. Yeah. Man, you're... You're kind of like a hero yourself. Yeah. You know, you're putting yourself on the line out yeah. here, drinking all those yerbas. With all the sugar in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Is there sugar in those? Yeah, there's yeah, like. There's I've never had one. It's insane. It's never like 54% oh, right. of your daily sugar intake is in one can. They are amazing. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> but uh, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was uh, good work on the scripts. You were nice with the scripts. Oh, yes. And yeah. A lot of interesting characters in there. Meat Man, DJ Nintendo 65. Yeah. Yeah. How Han did a nice, uh, he said it was a Hong Kong accent. Is that what you called it? No, it came off well, I thought. I liked it. Yeah. Everything was good. Um, I don't know. It took writing the script, it was about six or seven pages. Really? I think that's how long. It was no 13. What? Started with like three. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, anyways, Erica, yes. how long did it take you to write your guys' script? Like two, two, three days. Yeah. Just about. How many times did you guys practice? Two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> did you do it in person or did you? Uh, yeah, we d- we did it in person. We had some good in-person read-throughs. Yeah. The enthusiasm was a lot lower because we were all like, eh. Yeah. We, <laughs> were sa- we were saving all the energy for today. It really came out. I think it yeah, came especially. out. especially. There were some real funny, li- funny like, little clips in there. I think Cole, I th- it's unfair you gave Cole most of the good lines. Did he write it? Most of the good quips wha- is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah shout out some questions. Oh, wait, real quick. I would like to give a shout out to Jeff. Jeff. For running the show. <laughs> I forgot to do that earlier. It would not, all this magic would not be happening without him. But anyways, we got a question. From? I'll repeat it. question is regarding the foley, the foley. and uh did they how did they did they look up how to foley certain things a or couple. what what was your process we got a we had a foley assignment a couple weeks ago in class and we had we got a helpful guide to sound effects in walking on grass I, this is what I, it was newspaper and a plastic bag 
It works. You got it some works. other newspaper right there too. This um, is leaved. It looks. I just cut can newspaper. Can you do that in the mic? Yeah, that's good. It's all. It's uh for the listeners and not the viewers. For the listeners, and it's then uh cut into a bunch. Our of wonderful, our wonder, my other wonderful group member Emerald just took us some like plastic wrap and like sprinkled sprinkled it for some fire. Yeah, I copied that one too. It works. Yeah, it works. I, yeah, we stole that for a uh, burning airplane. I'm trying to think of. Oh, I just used the scissors. I improv this one. The scissors is like a knife, pulling the knife out. It makes a nice like. Yeah. Noise. And then the water I improved like 10 minutes ago for Emerald's piece. Oh, Emerald had that great scream, too. Yeah. I know yeah. She's not Shout in out here, to Emerald. I don't know where she went. If the air horn didn't wake you up, the <laughs> scream definitely <laughs> did. Because that is a couple of loud noises this morning, for sure. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, were you guys, were any of, any three, all three of you nervous doing this stuff? Or are you guys pretty, uh, Warmed up now since we're deep into the class. A little bit more warmed up. Yeah, less nervous. This I think this setup was a little bit intimidating, but yeah, we're all in it. So, uh, Matt, do you want to explain the setup here? There's boards. Yeah, <laughs> mixers. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad Mixer. question. It's just a it's a regular like recording device that plugs into your computer. Yeah, uh, Mariah, what's your favorite thing? you've learned about radio or what I guess what's your favorite thing about radio now that we're towards the end of the class I guess in the beginning of class we did a show about what radio means to us mm -hmm. so now can you maybe elaborate that a little more since yeah. we're at the end yeah so um I definitely learned a lot about like radio throughout the class because I'm also not a CBM major so like I never learned all like your technical what is your major political science and Spanish mm. so yeah so never, I just did this like because I took VR archaeology with Jesse Drew, and I was like, oh, I would like to like be cool, and so I'll take classes in my last quarter, and yeah. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, so I definitely like learned a lot, and uh, I feel like before I kind of, I kind of touched upon this like, kind of theoretically in my radio meets me. I talked about like how it kind of like the the per the viewer, the audience gets more of a perspective because they're actually hearing like the input inflection inflection of someone's voice Whatever. um yeah uh and they can like actually hear like someone's being interviewed like they can hear their voice and like how that's coming through and that gives more context um but i definitely feel like actually like hosting the radio show i feel like i get I don't know, it's more of a like more personal experience than like like writing something or like giving like a presentation or something what do you mean like personal? that do you, like, do you mean more like interactive? Yeah, interactive, but like also I feel like, like I feel like when I'm on the, like when I'm talking, I'm talking to like my best friend. Like I'm not talking to like, it's not just like anyone's listening. Like I, I when I yeah. talk on the radio, I'm talking to my, my best friend. And so like it comes through in a much more like natural way. Yeah, because giving a presentation in front of 30 to mm -hmm. 80 people in a class mm -hmm. can be nerve wracking for sure. Mm -hmm. And you don't know where to look. You don't know where to put your hand. Yeah. You don't know where to stand in. You forget, you like black out mm -hmm. when you're up there on radio. Yeah. I feel personally that it's easier to express myself and my mm -hmm. feelings. Yeah. Um, Erica, how has your radio experience evolved? How do you feel? Because we also toured as a class last week. We toured the station on campus at Davis, KDVS. And I thought you were pretty inspired by that. I was. I remember you saying a couple things. Yeah. Cause wishing you did it. A couple years ago, I wanted to volunteer at KDVS, and then I never did it. And then COVID happened. And then I took this class. What's, wait, what's COVID? COVID? Can you explain? Oh. COVID? COVID. I've never heard of that. 
Enthusiasm. Oh, the disease. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, yeah. Then COVID yeah, happened. Yeah. Everything got shut down. I took this class thinking it was a completely different class. I don't know why. And then when I first started doing this course, it was pretty intimidating. And I didn't really know how to speak. And then <laughs> once we once we got into the groove of things and then I started doing the board operating, that that pretty I was like, This is this is cool. And then we went to KDVS and I saw how cool it was down there. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And I was like, I would I could see myself doing something like that. And I was mad at myself for not volunteering yeah. a couple of years ago, but my personal favorite thing here is uh, being able to play vinyl over there. CDs yeah. too, but the vinyl's cooler. Uh, yeah, dropping the needle. You you were the initial pro on that, kind of taught everyone how to do it. And then running that over the air is just fun because you hear the crackles. Yeah, the ambiance. Yeah, the ambiance of, of the radio. That's something that a lot of, you know, we'll probably never be able to do again, which is sad. But, you know, cry. Because yeah. don't cry because it's over. Cry because it happened is a uh, good <laughs> that <laughs> No, it's don't no, wait. That, is that the way it goes? Smile because it happened. I think it's cry. It's not. <laughs> Pretty sure it's cry. I don't believe in happy tears. It's okay to cry. Uh, I got a question for you. Oh, you have a question? Oh. I was about to ask you something, but okay. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Nate, uh, for those who don't know, has a career involving radio. Yep. Um, and he can elaborate on that if you want. But, like, how has your relationship with radio changed in the last quarter mm. well, on it yeah that's a good question good question and now i'm gonna have to um well taking this class i think a lot of people could view it as cheating since i already uh do radio <laughs> stuff so i like knew the board coming in but uh i've been kind of a helper this course and i love it it's really fun i love doing the board but as a what wait so what was kind of the overall question how is your relationship with radio Oh, it's so much better. It, at my job, uh, I don't get to talk a lot. I basically run a board. I work at uh, KHCK, which is the home of the Sacramento Kings. So I do a lot of like the production aspects and not the speaking. When I do talk to people, it's off air, like in their ear and telling them to do certain things or talk, whatever it is. But um, my relationship has evolved incredibly. I'm way more comfortable next to the mic now. Uh, I have, I think I've opened up uh, the way I speak and the way I feel. Everything is just way more positive and being in this environment, because at my job, everything is digital, but everything here is analog, like the board. Um, seeing all that and knowing the history of radio is super important, and I didn't really know a whole lot or how things used to work in radio's heyday. So uh, I'm very, very happy I took this class. It's been very fun my relationship is an A plus, just like I hope my grade is in this <laughs> class. <laughs> I feel like this class has definitely made me like a stronger speaker. Yeah. And like, I remember, remember the second, I was kind of put into the deep end of like, uh, remember like you taught me the board. I was like the first person who yeah, didn't know yeah. the board. Yeah. And like, I kept being like, does that sound good? Does that sound good? Did I sound stupid? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And like, now I feel like I don't like second guess myself. It's great to sound stupid. Like that. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. Um, not saying you just sound stupid, oh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, wow, what you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt, you, when you took over the board, you just were ready to go. You seem pretty comfortable. I, I've also treated our group this year differently. I thought. Oh man. F. Okay. You're getting F <laughs> in cheating. But You're no, getting reported. I love that. Like as when I came to this class, I thought it was going to be a lot of radio history or something where we're putting like a PowerPoint and then we're just going to be like, Oh, like we're doing a board 
that's the thing. Yeah. And it's cool to watch. That's way cooler. Like, it's way cooler. Uh, some classmates who are like sweating bullets in the first day of college and like act like people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely people in here. Because uh, I remember, I think the biggest problem we had in these early weeks was the mics. It was stressful and everyone was talking really quiet. But then everyone starts to get close and get comfortable. And I was impressed with the class personally how yeah how comfortable they got and how everyone spoke up and uh everything felt more natural definitely by like week six we're doing our news desk there's a lot of wild stories too we we're talking about and the biggest one for me was the uh, monkeys on campus the i had no idea that made me so sad all the poor monkeys that are i guess dead dead, <laughs> dead i monkeys. saw a sign on a street that was like end the chimpanzee whatever thing yeah, like the chimp, what, I, I wasn't here that day, um, to be honest, but, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I saw it about our radio show, I was like, oh my god, like, wow. Those poor monkeys <laughs> in the community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a monkey. Our professor, Jesse Drew, was telling us about an he escaped yeah, monkey. Yeah, he, he told us there was a monkey that escaped and nobody ever found it. <laughs> like, they couldn't find it. Maybe it was the Sasquatch from your guys' story. Yeah, could have. Oh, you could have tied could've that balled. together. <laughs> Let's do another show next week. Next you week, add in next the monkey. Week. You add the yeah. monkey back. The monkey comes back. <laughs> the monkey's revenge. That's a good idea. The monkey's revenge. It's <laughs> a good title. Well, uh, are you guys sad that this class is ending? Yeah. Are we all graduating? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really sad. Yeah. I know. This um, is probably the coolest class that I've taken, and I now know. I have to, like, It's leave. a nice way to It's like a slave okay. labor. The first it three is. years, you just take, like, all the school, and then the last yeah, you year, suffer. you get all the cool classes. And Do all the cool yeah. stuff. I know. This is really fun. Yeah, I really wish I majored in CDM. I mean, can't go back in time, whatever. But I like, yeah, like, because I actually had, like, a lot of fun in this class. And, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think, no, I'm not going back to school. Like, I'm <laughs> just going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. Yeah, it's but too tough. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I love poli sci, love Spanish, but. Wait, yeah. you're minoring in Spanish? No, I'm a double major. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Because I, well, side like I f spoke Spanish my entire life, so like I tested out of like all the lower divisions, so I only had to take like bien. But yeah, so it was like only four years. Oh well. Sorry, we're having a little technical difficulty. We uh, <laughs> we're just when you run the show, you go through. We're all learning. This is my first time hosting a show like this. Uh, something I've always dreamed of. I love making. I usually make fake TV shows or like jokes. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really take a lot of things seriously, which is not good, and I get in a lot of trouble for that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but this is something. This show, not a joke. This is my grade. Very important. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> and here I am sitting in this seat carrying this show, and boy, do my <laughs> shoulders hurt. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Matt. You commute from San Francisco? Yes, I do. Is that awful? Yes, it's awful. That's <coughs> why the Yerba Mate gets me going. You know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hit that like hour and a half of car ride. The three Yerba Mates. Oh yeah, you should get sponsored by them. Yeah, I should. That would be that would be awesome. I, I didn't know there's sugar in them. Yeah, it's kind of lame, but you know. It's only sixty calories. Like, is there a lot? Like, there's yeah. there's fifty four percent of your daily sugar intake. In what is one that can. though? That's <laughs> like that's you like have to for diabetes. That's like twenty five grams of sugar. That's like. I can't remember. How do you have this memorized? Because have I used to drink them a lot, and I still will occasionally. And then I was like, ooh, these make me feel horrible. <laughs> and it's too much sugar. 
<laughs> and I looked at the can, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's probably because I used to have a Red Bull addiction, and now I've switched to Yerba Mate, so in comparison, they're, like, oh. a lot healthier. Oh, yeah. so do you drink yeah. those every day? No, I used to. I have, um, I like, I'm on, like, medication now, so yeah. I don't need to have, like, stimulants, like, yeah. like from the store. Uh, so, uh, but I do on occasion, yeah. Keep your stimulants in a pill. That's how yeah. it should be. <laughs> I have a psychiatrist. Like, I'm, like, this is prescription. Oh, you have a psychiatrist. Like, I have a psychiatrist. Have I'm not doing legal drugs. Like, I'm not, like. Well, what do you it's and okay. your psychiatrist talk about today? What? You want to share that? Wait, what was that? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I have a coffee addiction. I have coffee here every mm. morning. Oh, you have a coffee addiction? Well, then your coffee is not good. Mm. Yeah. Also, I expect that I don't like the taste. My life got better. Yeah. You're l- um, well, here we are, guys. We'll be back next week. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll be emceeing. Um, if someone else wants to, that's cool, but I love doing it, so... Someone tries to take it from me, you're gonna have to fight. Yeah, you're gonna, well sh- there'll be a fight. <laughs> I'll <Fighting>. cry. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be sad. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and pass it back to our group back in our home station because we I forgot to mention we are out in a garage. We're in a garage, but we're in the same building. So you might hear a little echo. I did. But uh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it back to our folks in the KDRT station. Thank you. All right, so we're back in the station. This is Kana, your turn into KDRT. Um, 95, sorry, <laughs> 95.7, Davis, California, where the um, grassroots grow. We're back in the KDRT station, out in that garage Nate just mentioned. And honestly, the vibe here is pretty, pretty chill. Yeah. yeah. We're just listening in. Uh, very interesting stories from the whole group. Yeah, very lively group. Uh, or people in our class, really. A lot, lot of stuff going on. It's a, yeah, a lot le- or it feels less stressful to be in here compared to the quote unquote garage, right? I feel like the cameras, even like, they just made me no- more nervous, but I'm just like, eh. yeah, we're I'm also, just looking uh, at the table, I think I should be fine. Mm. Yeah, we're also standing when we're uh, performing too. I'm not sure that changes <laughs> our, how we act or our posture. A lot more different. I feel like it adds a little bit more pressure because you're like, you're like just standing, it just makes a kind of difference. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my legs are shaking. <laughs> yeah, my voice was shaking too. I was like so nervous. Also, uh, our class was our audience too, so it felt like, a, in a way, a lot of pressure on us. Maybe standing in front of the class with cameras going, going live on air, performing. And I wouldn't say any of us are necessarily professional actors, but I think we did our best. I think we did pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, do you guys remember how long you guys were like practicing for this show? Like, how long? How many days? I kept it, I stayed in my mind a lot. I would just kind of rehearse it in my mind, and I, I tried out different ways. But for me, I guess my style is that I never know until the, the moment of, and right then and there, it just kind of clicks, and I kind of did that. Yeah. For me, it's just kind of make everything sound more natural rather than just, like, just being off the script. Mm-hmm. So, just by doing that, I feel like it would be, like, slightly easier. Yeah. And, like, just, like, even if you have, like, a basic outline, like, be able to just, like, style and flavors to the outline in order to like make it sound more natural to you mm-hmm. yeah. very much in the spirit of our group too hot for radio <laughs> we're indeed kind of <laughs> kind of hot and improv yeah. free <laughs> free not freestyling but we were just kind of going with it you know yeah. go with the flow see what happens and hopefully that makes for a more lively kind of interaction yeah. jerry is your uh you have anything to add your group uh kind of kept it in the same style of ours very comedic very funny too oh, i really yeah, enjoyed thank it thank you yeah because i uh when we were like thinking about the script before we saw first is like 
it'll be easier if we do a comedic tone, because uh, even just for the Foley song, it'll be a lot easier to figure out our plan. So that's why, that's the style we chose to go to. Uh, I will say Alien, it comes very well. And I love, like, you know, my my groupmate, Hao Han's um, Chinese accent when he's doing the <laughs> ad. That was like, good, yeah. Yes, he improv a lot on that, and we were, like, very... It came out surprisingly well, so we just keep that. Were there any influences for your uh, your two commercial breaks? Because that was a quite entertaining, nice little break from the overall narrative. Yeah, I will say, uh, so Nat's pretty much right in her script. And you know he's a radio, he's a very he's a radio host, and he got like all the experience. So I'm pretty sure he just like take like all the, um, I'll say the standard radio like ad, and like he just like do some twists for that. And I mean it kind of amazing. <laughs> and also I in enjoy your show. Well, oh, know. thank you, thank yeah. you. Cool. Um, yeah, thank you. And also like I was curious if you guys had any like. Um, difficulties that you ha you had to like overcome when you like had to prepare for like Foley or anything in your project. I know for us it was timing. What, what about you? Uh, for us, I think Foley song because like, we don't really know what will come out. You know, like even though you can taste on your, you know, like your phone microphone or like whatever mic you have on your com computers, but like, you know, it might sound different. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I agree. It's just saying how it will come out through the mic would be. Uh, Quite, uh, quite different. Okay, so uh, this is Austin Chu. You are turned into KDRT 95.7 Davis, California, where the grassroots grow. Thank you for listening. country heart hmm how about that but <laughs> it's got a lot of good jug band tunes on it let's let's uh, finish with uh, something else from the love and spoonful and go out with that okay thanks for dropping by and listening
Well, well thanks for dropping by and listening to Sounds So Sweet. I think it's been a fun show. Uh, the great thing about junk band music is there's so much good stuff that 